Hey guys, welcome to another bonus episode of Church for Atheists. We know that you all couldn't get enough of our episode about sex, so we included some of the clips that didn't make it to the final cut. You get to hear us unpack some of the questions that Kumar asked Sheila about sex. Happy listening. Should I tell you a horrible story? No, I won't. Um, so anyways. I, I want to hear, tell me. You can't tease me and then take it away. So I was in high school. Uh-huh. Uh, my, my buddy and a girlfriend of ours um, drove two hours and we went to like this camp and we like didn't have a hotel reservation. We didn't have anything, to, any place to stay. So we were like, let's, we got here late. Let's all just sleep in the van. I was like, cool. You were so the I'm, third wheel. I, well, apparently I didn't know they were like, had something going on. And so I'm in the middle of the night, like midnight. And I wake up to like, no, no. The Absolutely sound not. of the sound of cicadas chirping in the back what? of the van. I'm not hold kidding. On. No, it you was went crazy. To, no, hold on. You went to a Christian school. So was it really cicadas chirping, or was it just like cicadas, like you know, pretending to chirp? Like they were yeah. kind of like fake chirping. Yeah, I would I would say they were fake chirping, except for the fact that I could smell it. I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> I mean, we did warn you. <laughs> that left me speechless. So you yeah, it that. was disgusting. And it smelled like love. Yeah, it, it was it smelled like love. It was it was crazy. All right. Yeah. Did what I ever it? tell you what I did once? No. So I was going to the doctors. I'm sitting in there. And I see that there's a pair of gloves, mm-hmm. there's, there's lube sitting there. And I'm like, oh, no, it's prostate day. And so I secretly put my um, phone, get the iTunes out, and I set it up to Sade's song, No Ordinary Love. Wow. <laughs> did you actually hit play? <laughs> I did. Of so course you did. You're so I, inappropriate. <laughs> I did. So I was like, doc, doc, hold on, hold on. She's like, you know. I want you to get into fetal position. <laughs> and I go, hang on real quick. Hang on. And I start playing No Ordinary Love. And she just loses it. Like, she can't even do the like, exam. She's laughing so hard. And I don't even know how she puts up with you. You say the most outrageous things to her. I do. Quite frankly, it's mostly harassment. <laughs> she, should, she should fire me. I mean, absolutely, she should fire you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. Did you, you like ever sexy music? I love old sexy music. Like what I is love old sexy music. Like I love Sade. Okay. Um, I love Luther. Okay. Um, I love Anita Baker. Okay. So that's sure. So it's a lot of a lot of sleepy stuff. Yes, yes, okay. yes. But I that I do love that old school music. I could see where this is going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm falling asleep already. <laughs> Are we done yet? <laughs> can, can we? <laughs> can we have like a whole? Maybe I'll. When I choose a song next time, I'm going to choose a Luther song because I, I love Luther. Luther. I yeah, love. Yeah, amazing. His love. voice was amazing. Yeah. And so sad that he can like live his truth out loud. We need to talk about that sometime. About because there's a whole discussion. I want to talk about the fact that like LGBTQ, if you are like anywhere on the rainbow, mm-hmm. this is a good time to be alive. 
compared to like 20 years ago, oh 30 God, years ago, 40 yes. years ago. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like it's just, yes. <laughs> and, and it, it, it reminds me, um, but yeah, I think that we definitely need to have a whole, and you know, it's June. It's like, uh, right. It's pride month. So yep. maybe we should do it next month. Um, next week's episode on pride. We should do something on pride. Look, can you see my, my pride watch? Yeah, I love it. I mean, and I'm sure they are Christians. They're as Christian as anybody else. Yeah, I mean, you're, there's definitely people who are kind of pseudo Christians who marry Christians. But my point is that it's generally the parents are so worried that like their daughter's gonna like lose the faith. And, and what I want to say, and they never had the faith. Is that the they never had the faith? No, no, they never had the faith. Like I remember as a pastor, like these young adults in their twenties and thirties would come to church. And I never saw them there. Like, I was like, who are you? And the, they would come up to me, like, literally come up to me, shake my hand, like, and be like, Pastor Kumar, it's so great to see you. These are my parents visiting from Wisconsin. And I would be like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, was, we see Susie every week. She yes. is such a great member of the church. Yes. Very yes. Very that, was, that was code word for please don't blow this for me. Right. <laughs> And I'd be like, Susie, great to see you. I'm so glad to have your parents here visiting with us. But I would always be mean. And at the end, I'd be like, Of course you would. I'd be like, Susie, you're petty. Susie, I can't wait to see you next week. Yeah, because that is very much something you would do. <laughs> All right. So, you know what's so funny is that as you were listening to the interview, you were texting me. And I was like, stop texting me just listen to the interview like stop <laughs> telling me your opinions right so um and i know that you were like alarmed by a lot of the things that we talked about especially at the end where i asked her like a bunch of questions right i'm like yes. what do you think about masturbation what do you think about porn let's what do you think about sex toys uh -huh. so you know one of the things that she said is everyone masturbates Mm -hmm. And that well, she didn't quite say that. Okay, what did she say? But I feel like she was more. I mean, she was say. I think she was trying to. I got the sense that she was trying to walk the line between like sanctioning masturbation and or promoting it, and trying not to make it a matter of shame. I think her tone was that lots of people masturbate. It is something that happens. It is very common. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel like her energy nor her words were saying masturbation is great. Absolutely. You should be, I mean, you, if you masturbate, that's normal and that it's a good thing. Right. So she is she, my opinion, but she, I don't feel like she was saying that. Right. So her, her, one of the things she said is if you're masturbating in the shower every day and you know, why are you doing that? Why are you having to do have to have that release on your own rather than having a mutual relationship with your spouse. So, you know, sure, but I feel I, like that's so secondary. Okay. So what do you think masturbation is not just okay, but should you be masturbating like all the time and not doing well, it with your spouse? You should be doing anything all the time. So <laughs> I think it just, so to me, right. So I feel like it falls into the, so that's why I think it's a little, it's to me from an outsider non-christian perspective yeah. that to me feels and sounds like remnants of sex shaming that okay. i think that she clearly is pretty progressive but i that to me sounds like residual sex shaming because okay. i think masturbation is 100 normal and natural for humans 
and animals and anybody else. And I think like anything else, whether it is eating or dieting or drinking or anything, I mean, I think everything in moderation. So is there, I mean, pathology in masturbation? Absolutely. Like, I think obviously there are situations where, you know, if somebody is like in a marriage where intimacy is a challenge and they are, I don't know, withholding sex from their partner knowing that the partner wants it and it's part of some kind of like control, but then they kind of get released themselves every day by master. I mean, like, I feel like that it now falls into a bigger complicated narrative. Yeah. Go, so go setting see, aside, in, yeah, in, whatever. In, the, in the scenario you just described, that is you listener, please go see a sex therapist. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but it's unlikely that it's you because that is very rare. I don't think there are that many people in that situation. So yeah, I think the the undertone to me in the talk about masturbation does not make for a healthy sexual development of Christian adolescents, which mm -hmm. clearly we just established, she just established that that is problematic. Yeah, yeah. And, and one of the things that I said to her in the interview is that you know, I kind of had a different change of perspective on masturbation after I talked to an OBGYN who said, well, how are you supposed to learn your, about your body? How are you supposed to like actually know what feels good? How do you know what's going to, what areas feel better to you than other areas? Like uh -huh. you have to have self-discovery through masturbation. And this was a Christian OBGYN who told me this. And I was like, oh my God, this is was Heresy. this like last year? Like how recent was this? Because I feel like I need to get a sense of, <laughs> I need to get a better sense of where you are in the spectrum here. <laughs> this is like last week, you came yeah. to this knowledge? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I do think that there's, there's a- she kind of, Hold on. She kind of poo-pooed the idea that masturbation is part of a natural self-discovery. And I can't remember exactly what she said, but it was something to the effect of, you know, you don't need masturbation to find out what's pleasurable or mm -hmm. something about your partner finding that out, which is also fine and dandy. Right. But yes, the point is on masturbation, I feel to me was a bit of a, we have some more way to go, I think. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Pornography, she was very, very yes. um, adamant. Well, she was like, pornography is never, ever good because it is using a woman as a victim. And I was like, okay. So, <laughs> Were you disappointed? I was. I was that like, not what you wanted to hear. I have to burn all my tapes down. All so. the tapes. <laughs> you know, first you have to go back to wherever you were as a child and like dig them out of the pine tree and yeah, burn out the magazine. Exactly. I got, I definitely have to do that. I, I I agree with her that pornography is not a healthy or helpful thing. I don't agree with her that all porn actors and actors, entertainers are broken drug addicts who are being used. I think, you know, we're at a place in, in the world where people really enjoy doing that for work. And um, it's a decision that they make and they are not all being victimized. With that being said, I do think that, you know, especially for teenagers, I think it really portrays um, a one-sided view of sex. You know, it's, it, I mean, even like modern day sexuality, like, you know, when I was growing up, it was like, 
you know, the guys out there watering the lawn and the lady opens the door and there's like a script, right? She's like, what are you doing out there? And he's like, you, um, you can still find those. Um, that's I'm watering with a big hose. And then it's like, I feel um, like you're referencing a very specific movie. <laughs> um, and then it goes into like, it goes into like the whole like sex, right? Whereas today you go to you go to pornography and it's literally it just starts with the guy like doing the girl and it always ends with him. or the girl doing the girl or the guy doing the guy. Yes, that's right. But it always ends with like, let me let me speak on on straight porn. Mm-hmm. It always it always ends with the guy like just coming on her and then that's it. And does it, does it always end with that? I mean, that's what that's I've heard. A very kind of empirical statement. I mean, it's it's the empirical research that I've read that I'm like, yes. okay, here's this is what that, it is. That and that all pornography, all straight pornography ends with the guy. <laughs> yeah, the- it's 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 based on the BuzzFeed article that I read recently. So, <laughs> <laughs> but my but my point is is that it just doesn't end normally with showing the mutual admiration, respect, love, romance, that can be part of that. So um, I, I'm split on pornography. I, I think that I can see where it may have be helpful, you know, um, for very lonely people. But I also think that it, it's also destructive in our culture. It's fair-ish. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I would tweak that a little bit for my view. So my view is definitely, I think, Pornography is absolutely problematic, mm-hmm. as in, I am not settled on, she was very clear, I don't feel very crystal clear about it, I think. I could envision a, a world or scenarios in which porn actors are fully, have full agency and are making decisions for themselves and are not, like you said, broken. However, I do think that pornography, there is such a, wor- a big world of sex trafficking and, you know, pimping and so many other kinds of exploitations that I think it makes it, um, it resonated with me when she said that, you know, it's definitely, it's hard to view pornography, any pornography as ethical, even though some people are probably making very kind of high quality pornography, if in a vacuum you would find it to be ethical porn, but the the societal desire or demand for it kind of drives up such such a desperate you know fever for more and more and more of it that i think in order to make money people are being exploited so okay. i think it's it's problematic do i think it's the end of the world no and clearly there are tons of problematic things i would mm-hmm. not march for or against pornography okay okay <laughs> okay say, Meh. yeah yeah so I know she talked about sex toys. What was her advice about sex toys and how did you feel about that? Yeah. Were you surprised I asked her about that? No, because I know you're like horny and perverted. <laughs> no, I can't. There's nothing perverted about sex toys. And yeah. yes, but I know I was not surprised. I figured you would ask about that. Yeah. I mean, because she doesn't talk about it in the book. Mm-hmm. You know, she hardly talks about it in the book. And I'm like, did, did, I just read a study today, Michael. It says the sale of sex toys have skyrocketed during the age of quarantine. Of course. Okay. I mean, it's something that normal, regular people and Christians 
are doing and we don't have really guidance or Hold even on. Discussion normal regular people and christians okay uh, so uh, tell me more <laughs> I, I hate using the word non-christians like you're mm -hmm. non something so what should i say i mean if yeah no that's fine christians and non-christians okay. everybody because everybody's having sex everybody's that's right. masturbating and everybody's using sex toys right right so i think that you know one of the things that she said, which I thought was really interesting, is she says, I kind of have a problem with vibrators. And kind of, she said she did. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. And she came out the gate strong yeah. on that one. Oh, yeah. She was like, if you're trying to figure out what feels good for you and you're relying on something that has like AA batteries, you may want to just have your significant other help you figure it out rather than you like using it as a crutch. First of all, nobody said that you're necessarily using a vibrator to figure out what works for you. Maybe you already know what works for you and multiple things work for you. So a penis works for you, your hand might work for you, a vibrator of varying kinds might work for you. And what? Yeah. And what if you don't have a partner to figure it out? You see, I feel like it's very, it goes back to again the shame mm -hmm. and and i guess she's christian so i mean it is what it is it's very christian centric so i think that it, all the i think the context is definitely always about marriage and one man and one woman mm -hmm. um so i suppose in that sense it would make sense and i could give her a pass but yeah i i feel like i don't understand what there is to talk about sex toys other than if you want one get one and just make sure there's silicone <laughs> and make sure that <laughs> make sure that your partner is consenting that you, well you mean yes you should not be using it. <laughs> i didn't realize that we had to cover the real base absolute listeners absolutely before any sex act you should ensure that you get verbal consent preferably <laughs> from your partner yeah, I have them. I have them sign it for me. So it's I have a written documentation. So, but like, is, is it is it like for like one time or yes. PRN use? No, no, <laughs> one time for the last twenty years. There's like a, there's no PRN. <laughs> no, just so no, you know, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no middle of the night. People are still asleep. <laughs> yeah, ex exactly. exactly. You want to wake them up and get full verbal consent. That's right. Exactly. Go brush your teeth first. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or just don't breathe at me. I, there's, I think there's a lot of shame in the Christian community about sex toys. I don't think the people would, I mean, talk about, even married people would talk openly about it. And, and again, yeah. I think that's also problematic. So what is your feeling about sex toys? Yay, nay? Um, I'm okay with it. I think that, you know, it's, if it's, you know, anything that you want to do um, mutually that's going to help make things interesting. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Oh, okay. So, Michael, what's your takeaway? My takeaway is I think this is a huge step in the right direction for Christian sexuality. Um, my other takeaway is I pity women and the just basic nature of men that that they have to put up with. It's completely just depressing. And but but the bigger point is that I feel like if Christian 
Christian messaging around sexuality can move more in this direction, which it seems like she's doing. I am 100% for it. I will set aside my differences about masturbation, sex toys, and pornography, because I think the bigger thing that I feel like we need to work on is clearly the basics of consent, anatomy, <laughs> and just, so you're not in this alone. Maybe give 10% of a care for your partner's pleasure. Maybe 15, if you're feeling super generous. I'm very irritated that that is not something that comes as a default to people. All righty, all righty. Let me go get my beer. <laughs> Good Lord, and stick it in. Thank <laughs> you.